Buenas noches, señoras y señores, y bienvenidos al episodio 135 del podcast de Chimbo de Chance. Mi nombre es Chimbo en InfiniteBackLog.com, uniéndose a mi esta tarde es Chance, de The Games of Chance at Blogspot.com. Chance, ¿cómo estás? Bueno. También se nos une Alex, de DailyCrockBot.blogspot.com. Alex, ¿cómo estás esta noche? Bien. Amas de guacamole tú? Y si es así, ¿cuánto? A little bit. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, yeah, that was like, impressive. That's, it was. It was super impressive, actually. That's, uh, I, I may or may not have been practicing that. If nobody could guess it, I, we've all played Guacamole too, and I love it to pieces. We'll get to that. But Chance, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, all right. Yeah, I had some, had some good Overwatch games. I'm, I'm trucking along in Guacamole. I'm not done yet, but yeah. And I discovered a new soul song today that I've never heard before that is apparently a classic. How is that possible? That's a great I, feeling. Yeah, uh, the, the Platters Down in Mexico. Fuck, it's good. It's really, really good. Um, you know, it's all about like, you know, if you need to relax or whatever, you just need to get away from things, go down to Mexico, look up a guy named Joe. And this chorus is, he wore a red bandana, played a blues <laughs> piano, in a honky-tonk down in Mexico. Fuck, it's good. It's great. <laughs> Alex, Alex? I, yeah, you're, I hear your air conditioner is struggling to keep up with it the is. ridiculous. I've got a fan Not... going, too. Oh, okay, okay. It's really nice in Winnipeg. Well, it's like it's like 17 Celsius, which is nice. It's pleasant. Well, good for you. Yeah, I'm 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 toasting. <laughs> if I if I suddenly disappear, it's because we've lost power. We've got nasty storms rolling through for like the third night in a row. We've got yeah. some of that, but not right now. Yeah, there's flooding all over the place. Not by me, thankfully, but so around. B- before we move on to the latest Metroidvania to mm. hit us this summer of spectacular fucking Metroidvanias. <laughs> uh. Am I the only one who beat... Alex, you never beat Dead Cells. I did not. And you put, like, a lot of time into Dead Cells. No, at least... Well, let's see. It's at least 80. Yeah. You 80 unlocked, hours? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, Jeez. I had so much fun. Yeah, okay. you unlocked, like, a ton of the, the, like, upgrade shit, like, you know, drops or better and I, shit I, like that. I'm pretty sure I got everything. Except <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't, like, do the later bespoke dungeons so much. I was more focused on uh, speed. There are bespoke dungeons? Yeah, you know, like the ossuary and like the crypt and stuff. Those aren't bespoke; those are procedurally generated. No, I mean like it, it, it's not like a straight run to it. You have to like go off the beaten path a little bit to find them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, fucking beat dead cells. Good for you, dude. So Thank was you. the the hand of the king you were talking about was the last guy? Yes. Okay. He, he's the last guy, and then you, and then you defeat him. You pick up his weapon. Weapon. You walk up to the king. You impale the king with a sword, and then spoilers, everyone. Spoilers for dead cells. You impale the king, and then there's this massive explosion, and you are a pile of green goop again, and you jump into a fountain, and you go through the sewers, and you plop back down next to a body in the dungeons. <laughs> and you get back in the body, and the player character is like, what the fuck is going on? I beat the king. Why am I here again? What is the point of all of this? And so now that you've beaten the game, it wants you to beat it again. And once you beat the hand of the king again, and you get a new rune once you beat the hand of the king, it's slightly handy, not very. What it allows you to do is detach the green goop from the body, and the green goop can go crawling into small areas. Oh, um, okay, I know what you use that for. Exactly. So there's a couple areas where you find, like, a little crack or something that you can't get through. Well, that's what it's for. That said, since I got this, I haven't found one of those cracks again. Uh, uh, so- there's one for, like, uh, you get, like, a key in the... In the uh- the uh, tower area. 
the clock tower or the, the uh, ramparts? No, no, the one right before the yeah, the ramparts. Hmm. And I've only actually I've only played this thirty six. It feels like eighty <laughs> in a good so, way. <laughs> so, uh, so it wants you to go beat the hand of the king again, and upon beating him, you get I think it's called like a homunculus um, uh, stem stem cell or something like that. And there are doors that you can unlock. I'm not even sure what's behind them. But there are doors that require up to four stem cells to get through. Oh, jeez. So it wants you to beat them another three times. And apparently every time you beat them, the game gets harder. <laughs> and uh, and so so I have now I have now played all three. I've really put a lot of time in all three of this summer's major Metroidvanias. And we'll get into Guacamelee Hardcore in a second. But for me, I think it goes like this. I think it goes... Uh, Hollow Knight, then Guacamelee, then Dead Cells. Even though I seriously feel very strongly that Dead Cells plays better than Guacamelee does. It can, well, specifically, it controls better yeah, than Guacamelee well, I got some does. Complaints. Yeah. I'll give you that because yeah. some of the platforming in Guacamelee can be a little sticky. Not just the platforming, but like I'm in the middle of a combo whacking a guy oh. and someone's attacking me from behind. And if I keep on mashing punch, he won't turn around. He will not. You have to, like, release all controls and tell him, turn the fuck around. And then start mashing. Like, it's, it's, there's something really stilted, it feels, about the combat in Guacamelee. But it's still wonderful. I still really love it. But after, specifically after Dead Cells, it feels really constrained. So, just to be clear, your reward for quote-unquote finishing Dead Cells, it's for more beating Dead the cells. grind... Was more, more grind. No, no, no. Your reward <laughs> for completing Dead Cells is more Dead Cells. It's more It's grind. harder Dead Cells. It's That's a new right. game it's plus. harder Dead Cells. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so a good reward look, for people who enjoy it, Dead Cells. It's literally uh, what uh, Dark Souls does, but in miniature. Hmm? Yeah, Dark Souls okay. keeps getting harder. I can, I can never do it the second time. Dark Souls? Yeah. Oh, really? You've I never can, beaten a new game plus in Dark Souls? I, I think I did... Dark Souls 3, New Game Plus. I think I've done Dark Souls 2 once, but never the first one. I think I went to, like, the fourth plus in Bloodborne or something. Fuck. Yeah. Jeez. Mm, that was pretty good at Bloodborne. So, speaking of beating things, even though last week I swore off Slay the Spire, oh, yeah. I figured I'd play it eh, just one or two more times using the second hero, the Silent, and I actually finished it. I beat the third area. And slew the so spire. You beat the game. Yeah, and your reward is to go back to the beginning and play more Slay the Spire. What's well, a roguelike? So, same as Dead Cells, yeah, basically. And that's but not yeah, the worst fate. It's not. I mean, I I haven't touched it since because I, it it feels almost like well, at least with that character, I solved it. There was an answer. The answer is block and poison. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Grab all the block you can. Grab all the poison you can, and let the poison do the work for you. That doesn't mm-hmm. sound fun. It, it, it takes a long time yeah. for a lot of the guys, but it works. It's very, very efficient. It, it was so efficient that by the time I got to the third area, I stopped taking new cards. I had what I needed. Hmm. That's, and that's, I was just kind of grabbing new relics. See, so that, Yeah, that goes back to like, of, my yeah, point about it being like, you break the game and it stops being fun, but you're winning, so you feel like you should be playing this less interesting game just to beat it. Yeah, I, mean, I I may not go back to that character now because there's one more character, and I haven't played it since because it's like the urge has completely left me. Yeah, that's I mean I've done now. It's like I I've there's a responsibility I've fulfilled, and I can just let it leave it alone for you a while. You beat it, but you don't respect it. I don't. Yeah, I don't because it because the ant because there was 
there was an answer. Unlike Dead Cells, where you have to be able to be successful with whatever they give you, in this one, at least for this character, there was a singular answer of how it works. And it sounds really tedious. It, it was. There's a lot of blocking and a lot of poison and some luck. So that was the end of that. So Because I, I, I really enjoy the act of playing Dead Cells. I really do. But just because the controls are so fucking sick, the controls in that game are amazing. You can cancel a dodge into an attack. You can cancel an attack into a dodge. It's It controls perfectly, absolutely perfectly. But after enough time and then after beating it, I did kind of get the Chamberlain thing of I've fought these guys before. I know exactly how to beat all these motherfuckers. And the only time I kind of got a real roll on going again where I'm like, okay, let's go fight the Hand of the King again, was I got... Hokuto's bow, <laughs> and the ice shot, and two really, really nice traps that I could lay down. And and I didn't beat him the second time because I didn't have the uh, the same amount of damage reduction that I had the first time. And after that, like, I haven't picked up my Switch really again. I've played a little bit of Hollow Knight. I uh, unlocked uh, the new DLC. Hmm. And Hollow Knight feels fucking weird after playing uh, De- uh, Dead Cells. Bad weird? Slow weird. Mm. Everything feels slow after playing Dead Cells. But wouldn't you rather be in the Hollow Nest? Well, yeah, that's why it's number one. Yeah. That's why Hollow Knight is number one, Guacamelee is number two. And the only reason Guacamelee is number two is because of everything else it does that's not the the controls, basically. Just the yeah. controls are what's kind of fucked about Guacamelee too. And it's not really fucked. It's still very playable. It's still very fun. In a in a year when Dead Cells and Hollow Knight didn't exist, Guacamelee 2, number one. But yeah. uh, but compared to those, it suffers a little bit. But everything else that Guacamelee does, everything else is so nice. It's a so, hug of a game. It's a yeah. grinning hug of a game. So, yeah, before we get to that too much, Alex, did you play anything else? I know I know you were gifted a copy of Guacamelee 2. Oh, of course I played Guacamelee. And I, I have one huge complaint and a lot of positive stuff to say. But I also went back to a couple games I didn't think I'd roll back into. And I actually had a lot of fun with both... Uh, uh, the pre-sequel to Borderlands and ah, God of War. Oh, this year's really? God of War. This year's okay. God of War, yeah. Hmm. Are you doing um, New Game Plus? I'm, that's what I'm doing, yeah. And it's okay. I really like it. It's okay. hard, but not too hard. The new loot is worth chasing after. Uh, ah. It looks a little better. Um, I, f- I feel like uh, this is a little more slowdown. Hmm. It feels a little slower before, but not, not too bad. That's weird. Yeah, I know. I didn't expect it. The load, like the the Yggdrasil load times seem interminable. Is it really <laughs> hot in your apartment, though? This is also true. That would have uh, an impact. Your, your poor PS4 is yeah, cooking. That, that, that fan is uh, he's having a rough time. Yeah, Jet I feel like it's going. just going to levitate at some point. <laughs> but it's fun. Okay. Like it, it, it's like they throw like different. They're throwing a lot more, like, witches and, like, the uh, burrowing, like, tiger things at you. I, like oh, I hated those things. I love I those things. the witches. The tigers I, I had no problem with, but those witches suck. Yeah, they do. They 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 them. break out of every single combo you can throw at them. Yeah, I can't imagine fighting them without a trace. I'm getting the ha- handle on the uh, elves. Yeah. Yeah, elves aren't bad. I finally, if it took me this long, three playthroughs to do it, but I got them. You can just knock them off the edge. You can stun them and just... Make them fall. Hmm. Okay. But like one of the heavier uh, Blades of Chaos stuff. Spoiler. Spoiler. It, it's, it's old enough now. We but I feel like it's Sony's been, been six spoiling months. it. Yeah, you, you, you see it in like screenshots that Sony puts out him holding yeah. the blades. Yeah, like, it's, it's been the the the, the, the yeah the, the 
What's what's call it? The, the time uh, is up. Yeah, the, the yeah. Moratorium on months, spoilers is up. Yeah. After three months, you're waiting for like a half price reduction. In which case, it, you risk it. <laughs> That's the price of waiting for the price to go down. Okay. So what's what's your one complaint about Guacamelee, Alex? Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's too much. There's too much shit in these shoulder buttons, and I'm constantly mm. pressing the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah in a what? way, you're it doesn't right. feel like my fault. You're right. Because no, he's right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The the platforming is just a little too complicated, and it's not complicated in what you, the player character, are doing. These shoulder buttons, like, and the problem is, first of all, the two shoulder buttons on the right both swap dimension. Yes, they, they do. They I don't do this like it they, exactly because I will hit one and be unsure of it, and then immediately hit the other, and the end result is I'm in the same dimension I was initially. Yep, because I just hit the button twice, and, and it's frustrating as fuck. Dodge yeah, on LT. Is killing me constantly. That's like, 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 just having dodge not being on circle is 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 a problem. Well, I kept like turning into the chicken when I wanted to dodge. Yeah, mm, my poor mm. chicken was getting his ass kicked because I'm like trying to roll through a guy and nope, chicken. It's okay. But oh. now that you said the word chicken, chicken, I have to I have to say that I knew that they that there was a ton more chicken stuff in Guacamole too. When they said it, I didn't give a shit about it. In fact, I felt kind of felt a little bit let down by it. I enjoy the chicken shit in Guacamole 2. Like, every time I know that there's a chicken temple coming up, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, here we yeah, go. No, it's the best parts. The See? music is amazing. The The action is amazing. The animations on the chicken. The fact that I can go in on the chicken and beat the shit out of a guy and then do yes. a pile driver with a guy as yes. a chicken is fucking amazing. It's really cool. See, the... um. See, if you don't mind the chicken dungeons, then you owe it to yourself to actually get all five keys and open up the final area. I I have to. It's, I'm going to. Yeah. It's it's not as bad. I mean, Chance and I were emailing back and forth. Actually, Alex, you were on this too. And I had mentioned that I actually, I didn't quite 100% the game, but I found all the like, secret keys and I opened the giant doors of, of ridiculously difficult optional content. And I actually finished all of that stuff. And you had said that there was like Steam threads complaining about the difficulty. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not that bad. It's not it's not Super Meat Boy bad. It's close. Well, you know, White Palace not that and Hollow Knight is not that bad. Um, I disagree. But <laughs> the, but but the controls in Hollow Knight are better than the controls in Guacamelee 2. I agree. Like so I, I miss stupid easy jumps too much. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it really kind of happens and and you you're right about you're you're totally right about just kind of the amount of shit there is on a, on the shoulder buttons. Yeah. And when you're leaping in midair and you need to swap dimensions multiple times and oh, use yeah. the eagle and use the eagle jump on triangle yep. and then use a super and then keep track uh-huh. of how many times you've double jumped because you can only double jump once before you hit the ground again and there's so many fucking rules that it feels like this isn't a platformer it's it's like it's a puzzle game a super fast paced puzzle game yes and so it's it kind of loses just that simple chicken soup pleasure of a platformer a little bit it, yeah, like, yeah. It, it, there's, like, I appreciate the solution to the puzzles more than actually solving it. Exactly. Like, uh, figuring out what the solution is is enjoyable. Executing it is a trial. And I think I put it in a blog post the other day where there was a lot of times in Guacamelee 2 where I'd be trucking along having a fine time. And then the developer would hit me with something where I just felt like, fuck you, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I, I, I've picked up and put down Guacamelee 2 like eight times. I like yeah, it. like the developer is an antagonist, it feels yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what has the opposite problem with this is uh, Darksiders 2. 
kind of simple puzzles, but weirdly, for me, weirdly fun to solve. Just comfortable. Just, yeah. Just having a good time the whole way through. Yeah. But yeah. It, see, I, I never, it never drove me away. The difficulty of any of the platforming never pushed me off. I mean, there's some stuff at the end where you're dealing with the chicken and the fans from the bottom, and you have to, like, hover and then drop and then hover okay. and drop, oh. where it's like, you've I got, really like, pixels. You've got, like, pixels. But even then, it was like, I know what I need to do. I just need to get my hands around what needs to be done. Is that past the Snake Temple or before? Um, before? You can, you could technically get all of the keys and get to the last area before you finish the Snake Temple. I didn't. Now, okay, I finished the Snake Temple and then backtracked and got one key that I missed. Is there some kind of indication on my map of where these keys are? No. Yeah, but look look at the map and, and look to areas you haven't been in. It's pretty obvious. Just look for that blue spot or red oh, spot yeah, that you haven't point. been past, and that's it's right there. Point. They're not hidden very well. And speaking of, um, both Guacamelee 2 and Hollow Knight do side quests fucking terribly. <laughs> and in Hollow Knight, at least, I feel like it's intentional and it's part of how it handles narrative. In Guacamelee 2, it's just needlessly obtuse. This is not a game that was designed for you know, the Dark Souls fans. But there are there many of them there. I mean, the side so quest. Find I, the guitar. The yeah, that one wasn't that bad because you talk to one person, excuse me, and they said that he died. So you switch to the Dead World, and there she is, mm-hmm. and you track it down. So that one wasn't that bad. I, I, I don't think there were that many side quests. Still, really still the doors and the hidden dimensions were gold. Some fucking gold and, and they were so good they yes. were so good and I have to spoil one and I'm really sorry to spoil it but like because it was ambrosial when I went into the game and this happened is is the Street Fighter one. Oh, I know you oh. you keep on going into dimensions that are references to other video games and the first two are fucking hilarious as well but you go into the Street Fighter dimension and there's a car there and there's this guy, and he's, he's got, he's there with his dad's car, and boy, well, it's a beautiful day. That, it's and, in the launch trailer, don't feel too bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and the camera it's... zooms into Juan. Yep. And we're, me and Juan are both thinking the same thing. I'm gonna punch <laughs> the fuck out of that car. Just like the bonus stage of Street Fighter. Yes! And you roll in and you beat the shit out of the car, and then the car gets destroyed, and it goes, perfecto! In this like old Capcom <laughs> digitized voice. And then you go on and you continue playing the game. Now, Alex, I'm gonna spoil shit for you. Okay. Later on, you go and do, you go back to that dimension, and you're coming in from the other side. And the guy stands there and gives you a big speech about how he really appreciates that you destroyed his dad's car. He never really earned it, and he didn't really understand the value of it. And so now yeah. he's worked really, really hard, and he's gone out and he's bought this car, and he really thanks you for teaching him that lesson and the camera zooms in on Juan and we're both thinking the same thing it's on and then what is is the female character's name that's with him I forget her name Tostada she says well I guess if you save the Mexiverse you'll still be an okay human being or something like that you still won't be you still won't be completely evil if you save the multiverse the um you're you're less of a Zora more of a Che yeah (laughs) The Dankest Dimension was pretty good. Going through all the memes from the first game, that was funny. Timeline with all the statues got me pretty good. Oh, yeah. That was so oh. good. And, the, and then you... And Some of those power-ups, like faster blinking. I'm like, actually, that could be kind of useful. But yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I love how you're caught. How you're caught later. And he's like, wait a minute. I've never seen someone blink that fast. No! <laughs> My chosen collection. Like, normally, the amount of palette swapping they're doing would piss me off. But, like, the dialogue is so funny. 
It really is. It really yeah, yeah, is. They literally throw out 50 of the uh, Goat Magician dudes, and I, I don't care because I love that dude. I want 50 more of him. Well, the, the point is they're all from different dimensions, but yeah. it's, but when, when they change back from the goat into the person, they do look slightly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah. So... Uh, you you are right about the combat being. I don't know if I don't remember the first one being like this. The fun the funniest thing is, none of the boss fights are actually that difficult or even oh, yeah, that interesting. Um, it took me a while to figure out how to deal with Cactardo. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just I just I just kept on running into him and getting hurt, and I'm like, how the fuck do I even damage this dude? Yeah, yeah. Jump above. Yeah. Once um, I figured it out, I rocked his world. It was easy. Yeah. He, just, he hurt the bird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. hit the bird in the hop. So the, the the best fight is probably an optional fight in one of the chicken dungeons, which I think you, I don't think you've seen yet. I won't, I won't spoil what that is, but you really should go through the chicken dungeons because there's one chicken dungeon that's just a gauntlet of combat, and if you die, you start over. I can dig it. And then when you finally get to the boss, if the boss kills you, it lets you start off the boss again. But it's a very it's a really cool boss. It's a good callback to the first one. Um, of those five, there's there's. One key you get just through the course of the game. Uh-huh. Cactardo has it. Uh-huh. But the other four are optional dungeons. The You completed one so far, correct? Yeah, I just got Cactardo. Okay. Oh, so you haven't done any of the actual no. key no. dungeons? No, I've never, okay. I haven't done any other key dungeon. Yeah. One of them is a gauntlet for fighting. That one's fun. The other three are rough. They're like hard. nasty platforming? Yes. Hmm. One of them is... All like switching back and forth between dimensions. Another one is you know those those floaty circular guys that you have to kill within a specific amount of time. Yeah, unless they explode and kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about twenty screens of that. Man, there's already been some fights involving those guys in this game that I really didn't like. One thing I'm surprised that I like is the enemy redesigns. Mm-hmm. It really seemed like too jazzy for me when I first saw screenshots. They didn't really read. I didn't feel at the time, but in game, I love them. I think they're more detailed, they're bigger, they're they're more interesting to look at. So, turning into the giant chicken is also one of the coolest things I've ever done. It is, but I'm kind of disappointed with your move list. All you can do is jump, yeah. all jump. Well, but you're, you're invincible, so you just run into guys. It just looks really cool. It does. It looks <laughs> fucking awesome. It's then, my favorite power-up screen of all time. <laughs> and, and, and they work it into jokes really well, and every time you get a... I, I just love the splash screen every time you get a power up. That's what I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. Where it's yeah. just like yep. chickens, happy chickens, so many right. happy chickens. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very joyful game. It's one of the most joyful games I've played in quite some time. I, I mean, I I stopped playing Octopath Traveler to play this, and I'm not going to go back because I had so much fun on this. Why go back to a slog? <laughs> yeah. I gotta find something else I'm actually gonna have fun playing. The problem is, the only thing I have left to play next is We Happy Few. I would uh, recommend New Game Plus so, and God of War over that. Uh, do you own God of War? I actually do. Hmm. I bought that one. I really wanna know. I wanna know the story with We Happy Few, man. It's installed. I will give, I will, I will give it at least three hours. Uh, That's my commitment. So, Three hours. That's one night. That's one night. Having having defeated Guacamelee two, what, what would you rank it out of ten? Oh, I loved the game, but but the, you, you you are right that some of the some of the combat and some of the platform is a little sticky. Um, it's for for me, it's a solid nine, just because it's joyful. I just loved playing it. I look forward to come to it every night, yeah, and it, I like laughed out loud at the game. And how often does that happen? It, very very often. Yeah. So for for me it's a solid nine because the difficulty spikes didn't really bother me because I'm not I may not be good at video games but 2D platforming is kind of 
I have many, many old reflexes that still work. Hmm. So those kick in, and suddenly it's 30-odd years ago, and I can actually do it again. Uh, Compared you know to the first game, though, I felt like the first game really did feel like maybe this is just because I replayed the first one so many times. This one feels like a lot more just like a series of linear paths that you're going down than a Metroidvania. It's only a Metroidvania in the sense that there's some lock tees going on and you can go back to earlier areas. But otherwise, it just feels like a linear path that I'm going down. Yeah. It really does. Each area really is, yeah. And, and so much so that as you're going through the areas, you unlock shortcuts that the second time you go through, you can actually take a shortcut to skip mm-hmm. large portions of the area. So it is kind of a linear path. There is not a lot of exploration. Yeah, the but, first but one how many felt games... like a more realized world, weirdly enough. Yeah, yeah. And like each fast travel thing has its own... Uh, Special ingredient for guacamole. <laughs> I, the game made, made me want to go out and buy some guacamole. And some I, I've got to try mango guacamole now. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Sounds yeah, awesome. it really does. So, yeah, I, for me, it's an easy nine. It's it's some of the more... It's, it's it's up there with the games I've played so far this year for just fun. And with with those caveats in place, I, yeah, I kind of got to agree. I think, yeah. I think if this were on my Switch or my Vita, I would be a solid nine. It will be eventually. Drink box isn't stupid. Yeah, no, it's going to go. It'll come out there eventually. I'm really hoping that one day uh, Guacamelee, Guacamelee 2, and all the Vanillaware games will come out on Switch, and then I can just throw my Vita out. (laughs) How big of a SD card do you have in there? I think all I've got right now is it's either 128 or 256 or something. Okay, okay. But I I do want to get, like, a massive one in there. But then I'm worried about, like, is, is there the deal where I can never download a game again? On Switch, or I can download it to this Switch, but not another Switch. Is that the your deal? game saves don't move yet? I don't think. No, they don't. But but like the license, the digital license is more my oh, concern. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because I know yeah, that Nintendo are you know idiots, stupid and assholes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it is. Melee Two is fucking good. Uh, Overwatch. 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 I'm are of... you a hammy main yet? Come on, tell me. No. You're, tell me your hand. Oh, is no. anyone? No, oh yeah, there are. There yeah. totally are. But I'm I'm out of my slump, definitely. I had some I had some super super good games over the weekend. Um last night actually I played with my brother a little bit. And even though I've kind of like been coming out of my slump this past weekend, pardon me. I've been missing my pulse bombs left and right. Like I haven't been able to do anything with my pulse bombs in what feels like ugh, pardon me, 3 weeks. Yeah, right there. I oh, just Pepsi burps. And uh but last <laughs> night we're on an attack on Gibraltar, and we're kind of held back uh, for maybe the first 90 seconds. And then finally, I, I, I push through. I pick the Mercy, and we're able to push forward a little bit. And uh, we're coming up to the first checkpoint with the cart, and I know that the Junkrat is up on the high ground behind us, or ahead of us. And I hear him go, fire in the hole! And as soon as he does, I blink through the door beneath him. Uh, blink past the Hammond, who's coming to the point. The Hammond tries to take a shot at me. Run up the stairways. Uh, blink, blink the rest of the way up the stairs. Turn around. Mercy is standing there, damage buffing the ulting Junkrat, which doesn't work. The, the damage buff <laughs> has no impact on the damage of Junkrat's ult. It never has. Okay. I, I did not know that, but okay. <laughs> well, it, it actually was recently patched that a, that Mercy's blue beam now won't affect a bunch of other ults, but it has never affected Junkrat's Riptire. Anyway, huh. so I come up behind the Mercy, stick the Mercy, blink away, and wave. About 30 seconds later, I've got my ult again. I stick it to that Mercy again. Wait, wait, it didn't kill her the first time? Oh, no, no. She, her and the Junkrat died. It was beautiful. Oh, okay, we took okay. the coin. I know it was nerfed, but I didn't know it was nerfed that bad. Jeez. It was nerfed pretty bad. 
And so another 30 seconds later, I've got another pulse bomb. I stick that mercy again. Another 60 seconds go by. I've got another pulse bomb. I stick that mercy a third time. <laughs> After that, I know I've got this mercy so freaked out that I basically just stop shooting at her. And I just kind of roll by and look. I don't wave. I don't shoot. I don't do anything. I just let her see me and let her see that I see her and then blink away. And she will separate from her team, pull her gun and come for me. Uh, when, you, she, when you put that in a, in a video, will you use the Mike Myers name? No. 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 I I was I once thought about using the Jaws theme. And <laughs> when what the sequence was was I was slowly creeping up on a widowmaker and then we finally had a duel, but when it peaks at that's when she turns around and headshots me and then I come with a voiceover and, and go Whoa! all this time tis I who was the sexy swimmer and she the shark from jaws i thought that was hilarious but i ended up i ended up making that video and just not putting it up anyway but this culminates when uh the we're on the final point the mercy sees me she knows i've got alt i blink right up to her i throw the pulse bomb at her completely with it her team tears into me she pulls her pistol and gets the killing blow on me oh it was, and she probably loved it. She, I'm sure she did. And I sent her a good game afterwards and got nothing. She was probably either pissed or didn't <laughs> speak English or just tilted. I don't know. So good. on your blog, you had mentioned that there are some weird times over at the PA thread you post in. Oh. So I was curious. I went and lurked in there and found it. And uh, what it was is there was this guy <laughs> whose name I won't mention because I've already forgotten mm. who it was, um, was blaming like Walk. everyone but himself yeah. For his poor rank, and yeah. poor performance. And he had people left and right in the thread analyzing his videos, giving him helpful hints. And he's like, no, 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 but not, none of this is about me. This is all my teammates' fault. It's mm-hmm. always my teammates' fault. And I read that and I went, wow, yeah. why is he even playing this game? Yeah. And, um, and well, when he was first complaining, I was like, okay, well, if, if like one of the things he said was he really wasn't good at aiming. I'm like, well, well that, yeah, you, can't, that's... you can't carry games if you can't aim, which means go for a character that doesn't need aim. Um, and what most teams lack is a solid healer. So if you just play a Mercy every single game, your team will have a Mercy every single game, which gives your team a leg up over the average team. And over time, you should see improvement. And he did not like that at all. No. And told me basically that I was only, I was only gold because I was so lucky. <laughs> and, uh, that I was, I was really lucky with lucky teams. And uh-huh. that I'm sure no one appreciates the fact that I go Tracer all the time. And they'd sure appreciate it if I, like, you know, picked a more meta character than Tracer. And I'm like, okay, I'm not helping you or trying to help you anymore. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It was, I didn't it was realize that I got so lucky with all these yeah. wins. It, it was an interesting. I mean, his kind of like little little tantrum there is kind of why I've walked away from most competitive games because I don't want to become that. <laughs> no, it's, I don't it's, want it's, to start blaming kinda... other people for things. On the one hand, I, I got no problem. Like a lot of other people, there were other people in the thread sounding off it. And you, man, I'm sick of your shit coming in here and bitching all the time. Like, and, and I don't have a problem with people coming in and complaining and kind of letting off steam that you're pissed off at the game. Like, that's not a bad thing. We're a community. We're here to support each other. Um, 
And at the same right. time, like what I do is I go in there and I say, man, I had awesome games like that. I lost this game against this Mercy, but let me tell you about what I did to this Mercy. It was amazing. What, like, what bothered me most is that there are people going through and he posted a video that I did not watch because I don't know enough about the game to recognize good play from bad play. I'm not going to attempt that. But there are people in that thread, you, you included, who could do that. Mm-hmm. And somebody gave him this gigantic breakdown mm-hmm. of what he needs to work on. Mm-hmm. And his answer was, well, that doesn't help me get better teammates or something like that. That's like, right. Dude, that's, you that's know right. what? Follow my lead and play single-player games. Come on. <laughs> there's not, there's no shortage of single-player games right now. Well, I, I do have a theory that there are some people who they're actually happiest when they're expressing anger. And <laughs> no, that's not a joke. Um, that's not a joke. Uh, no, I know. Those I, people. Yeah. Like Sometimes I am that person. Shut yeah, up. <laughs> they're, they're happiest when, when they're expressing anger and, and yeah, just, they the kind will of just get... Just, uh, Constant state of oh my god oh yes. yeah god. yeah this will, shit again they will just get madder and madder and madder until someone is scandalized and reacts to their toxicity and feels hurt by it and then they're like oh okay I do matter and then they calm down it's kind of it's yeah I mean I'm, I'm psychoanalyzing over the internet it's fucking no it, it makes sense that they're looking for a reaction and they cannot get a reaction in a, in a positive manner so they get a reaction in a negative manner it's mm-hmm. like you know toddlers it's the same thing. So. I hate to put it that way, but yeah. So I just, I just kind of like just stopped talking to that dude, and then yeah, I, I, I think he did. I think he posted one thing, and I was like, okay, that's a good highlight. You know, there's a heart, but yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting, especially in a smaller community like that. How you still have people who are that kind of negative. <laughs> oh man, okay, okay. I guess you guys didn't watch that the kill streak on Iconwall, the ten kills. Or? Not yet. No, oh, I did not. I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm no, sorry. I didn't, no, I've I've been phoning in my videos last week. Like I didn't put music to anything. I just said here's a bunch of kill streaks, but one of them I'm on Eichenwald, and we're defending, and literally ten kills. What I did was I would stand up on top of the little bridge above the choke on Eichenwald and kind of see where people were. Then I would blink out over the enemy team, land a clip as I landed. Either one clip a guy or blink past them, turn around, finish them, rewind back to where I started, go up, go up, wait for my cooldowns, do it again. I did this to the enemy team ten times. <laughs> Just flying in, kill a guy, get the fuck out. Wait, fly in, kill one guy, get the fuck out. And I've never, I've never, like, I've had really, really good uh, icon wall defenses, but that was the most clinically perfect one I've ever done, where every <laughs> single dive was successful. And it was just absolutely fucking beautiful. It was so good. And I don't think I posted it, actually, but I'm going to find this tweet and send it to you guys right now. I did this thing to <laughs> I said Yana uh, copy link to tweet headlines reply all are you picking at people again no no I didn't know what I was going to find when I pulled this move but what what this <laughs> what this is that I just sent you guys was we're defending on Blizzard World and I walk out into the choke without looking at the enemy team I turn my back to the enemy team blink backwards through them wave once and then kill the Zenyatta. Uh, that's not okay. It's so good. It's so good. And I posted it to the Penny Arcade forums. And no one even, I don't even know if anyone looked at it or anything, but I thought that was one of the awesomest things I have ever done in Overwatch. Oh, and finally someone okay, on the that's, ar- just that's pretty it. sick, right? Yeah, that's pretty sick. That is pretty sick. Thank you so much. On, on any other day... You would have gotten 
White. How embarrassed is he? This, this, this tracer blinks in backwards and still wins. Anyway. Uh, I got the Anna, too. <laughs> but then the Hanzo killed him. Of course Hanzo killed you. <laughs> he is OP. Trophy Hanzo means. Okay. So, uh... So okay, so you're playing. Uh, you are you are you playing We Happy Few next? I have not started it. It is installed. I downloaded the gigantic like nine gig patch last night. Whoa! Why? What the hell is in that thing? Uh, half the game probably. Jeez. It doesn't mean they fixed anything. That just means there's a giant patch for it. So that like probably get started tomorrow. Hmm. I'm thinking. And I want to hear about that. It may get. Uh, what, what what was really telling is I I did the install and I started it up just to kind of look at the opening, and then I went and looked at all the achievements, and every single achievement is marked as rare uh-huh. on Xbox Live, which means the vast no majority of people who start the game don't even get the first achievement. The first That's achievement. That's how bad it is. Yeah. Hmm. So now I now. Now, now we're at that train wreck curiosity, that morbid curiosity. But I get, I know what's going to kill it for me are the survival aspects, the roguelike aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that 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 will annoy me before I get to anything else that's even kind of interesting. So we'll see, we'll see. That's it's we will definitely attempt it this week. I I honestly don't know. Like I think finishing Guacamelee is next for me, and then I've really got nothing to play until I just ordered Dragon Quest Eleven today. Ooh. But the thing is, Dragon Quest XI comes out on September 4th. Yeah. Uh, Hyperlight Drifter is September 6th. Spider-Man is September 7th. Jeez. So next week is just kind of stupid. <laughs> and the last time I believe reviews saying the next big JRPG was in 90, I hated it. Which one are we know. talking about? Uh, Monster Hunter. Oh, Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah, Monster Hunter. You hated Monster Hunter? I didn't know I really what to did. hate. I, I was I knew you so loving it the whole time. Oh. Yeah, I know I wanted to. For five hours, I wanted to love it. Couldn't do it. Well, you know what? You tried. I'm going to try one more time. I'm going to put one it's more It's going to be hilarious when this is the time that works. It well, might now be. I get it. It might, but like it just seems like you just switch up different weapons and just wait for them to run away and chase them for like 20 minutes. That does not sound fun. It's Maybe. wasting yeah. your time intentionally, <laughs> and I don't know why people keep falling <laughs> for this shit. Why don't you look up if there's a way to stop them from running? Maybe there is. Maybe there's like a trap or something. I don't know. It it, like it happens too automatic, and they become invulnerable. Hmm. They become invulnerable. Yeah, when they run away. That's why it well, makes me feel like, oh, this is a tiered boss fight, so I got to find them again. Goody. See, you're so spoiled by Horizon Zero Dawn and being able to tether dinos- so robot dinosaurs this. to the ground. It was so much more fun than this. It's not even funny. It was a really good game. Still, it's, is. it's a much better game than Monster Hunter. It's it's well, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Like maybe it's a deeper, longer experience, but like the the grind is not fun, and this entire game is supposed to be a grind. I don't believe Monster Hunter is actually deeper. I think it's got more numbers. Uh, I don't understand it. When like then like you read like a talk review for Dragon Quest, it was just the most superlative. Well, and got... the guy the guy does point out that he's been like a Dragon Quest obsessed person since the eighties. Yeah, really, or, I couldn't, or, I built or, in. Yeah, that was all like the first four paragraphs were. Yeah, and he re- they repeat it multiple times over the course of the interview that they are a Dragon <laughs> Quest fanatic. But so that's I why I believe went, you. That's <laughs> why I went to Metacritic afterwards. It's still pretty decent on Metacritic, like, isn't it? Is it it's what, ninety on Metacritic. What's oh, going on with the combat? Is it turn based? What are they doing? I believe it's turn based. Okay, so I could not find a straight answer on what the combat was. Hmm. 
Well, hang on, let me. Wait, what game are we talking about? Uh, Dragon, uh, Quest Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. I thought we were still talking about Monster Hunter. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven. It's got to be kind of active turn-based, I'd imagine. I think Final it's. Fantasy I think it's just straight turn-based. That's game fine. Queen, it sounds great. Well, see, not always, because Octopath Travel was just basic turn-based, and it got so boring. This really does look basic turn-based. That's Dude. fine, because what Dragon Quest will have that Octopath didn't have is interesting characters who talk to each other. That is very much... That's one of the big selling points of the review for me, was that you really feel like what you're doing is hanging around with your best friends. Yeah. That you learn to love these characters, and you love them over the 80 hours you spent with them. That was the, the hyper-realistic, one... like, looking like fabric on, like, anime characters is kind of freaking me out. <laughs> I love it. I, I think I think that game... Every screenshot I've seen of that game just is mouth-watering. It looked kind of like felt dolls. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not I'm not like big on the Dragon Quest art or, or on the Dragon Ball artist like Akira Toyoma or something like that. Tor- Toriyama? Yeah. I'm not you I, know, I feel I'm, like he doesn't get enough knocks for the re- his repetition, but No, he's very like all those characters do look very samey to me. Yeah. And anyone with eyes, I like to think. But <laughs> um, he's got this like this little like uh, rectangle eyes. Yeah, but well, not really rectangle. They're, they're like a really anyway. Let's not get into this. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. There, there's definitely there's definitely a style there. But it's also kind of like the Ghibli style, you know. Like different artists have different styles, and this is this guy's style. And it's so ubiquitous just between Dragon Quest and Dragon Ball that well, he's really not really pushing himself in any direction, is he? Well, he um, hasn't had to. Those are two of the biggest cultural forces in Japan. That's right. So, so really, like, it is, it, there is something iconic about it just because of its popularity. And no, I don't mind it. I think it looks really, really good in terms of graphics. I'm trying to think, like, in, in terms of America, it's like he made Mickey Mouse and Call of Duty. <laughs> that's actually not a bad way to put it, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Superman and Call of Duty. Because I, I hmm. feel like that's no, I think Mickey Mouse is actually kind Mickey of Mickey Mouse wrapped. is closer, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, I think it's more. Goku yeah. doesn't strike you as a Superman figure? No, it's it's not that. It's that it's a, uh, it's a, it's a popular a character touchstone. that transcends genre, uh, yeah. which is Mickey yeah. Mouse. Or uh, Goku. So <laughs> so uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Uh, one, one more game to talk about briefly. I haven't started it yet. Very Months well. ago when, because this is this is like way out of genre for me. Um, months ago, when I still got Game Informer, my wife was paging through it, and she she showed me a game, and she's like, "Look at this!" I'm like, "What? What is this?" And and, and she's like, it's, "It's called Little Dragon's Cafe. Oh. You manage a you manage a restaurant and you raise a dragon." And yeah. I'm like, "Oh, it's out now." Fine. Well, I know I have it. It's here. Okay. I haven't played it yet. Do you have it for Switch or PS4? Switch. Okay. I I I I got it from GameFly on Switch specifically because I could hand her the Switch and say, "Here." But she's not going to touch it until I play it first. Why? Because <laughs> she doesn't play video games. She's going to need help figuring oh. things out. She doesn't play at all. Man, that is so sweet. So now i got to figure out this game. <laughs> that is so sweet. <laughs> to see if I can see if oh, she actually you, enjoy it or not. You should get so kissed for this. <sighs> so, yeah, I'm going to also be trying to figure out Little Dragon Cafe. I don't think it'll be too hard. I don't think it will be either. It's just that... Th- they're, you know, we talk about that kind of base knowledge that all three of us have, that all people who play video games have, who yeah, play yeah. children. But she doesn't have that because she's never really played video games. And she just thought this idea looked kind of interesting and cute, honestly. It looks it really does. cute. It does so, look super cute. i got to figure out how to teach her how to play Little Dragon's well, Cafe. It's got to help. And if, she, if she loves yeah. it, then I might lose my Switch for a while. Let, let's let's Metacritic and see. Metacritic. I would bet it's probably in the 70s. I have not looked. 
I'm kind of nervous now. What if it's really good? Did anyone ever see... 74. Uh, yeah, yeah. 74 on Switch, 55 on PS4 with 60 Ouch. reviews. Oh, God. But, ow. but 74 on Switch with 11 reviews. Interesting. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. Hang on, l- let me see who hammered it on PS4. If it's Eurogamer, that, that matters. That's probably, RPG yeah. fan gave it a 72. Game Informer gave it 50. Ouch. RPG site gave it 50. Maybe I'll shield her from this if it's that bad. Well, you know, Sorry, but the thing honey, is, if it it's sucks. that if it's that bad, she won't know. Like I, I remember when everyone at work that's knew that I was a gamer true. and had a gamer blog. I had people coming up to me all the time, super excited about this game they were playing, and they tell me the title, and they could just see the disgust in my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there is an innocent that's innocence that is lost by being exposed to so much of the the medium that it's difficult to enjoy kind of crappy games because we know that there are better games out there right now that should you should be playing instead. What's, what's, in terms of Dragon Quest Island, let's give a shout-out to Square Enix for launching on PC. Is it really? Yeah. September nice. 4th, holy yeah. crap. I thought I'd have to yeah. wait six months. That's yeah. cool. That is, PC and PS4. That is, that's not bad. That's got to be running on Unreal Engine or something easy like that. I don't remember. What I bet a PS3 is. can run this. Mm, no. No. Like, a PS2 could run it if Naughty Dog made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so does that mean it's time for headlines? No, yes, yes. Headlines! In Overwatch news. Uh, a new animated short was shown at Gamescom starring D.Va and a new control map, Busan, was announced. It's on the PTR now. Um, the short was okay. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was okay. okay. The moment where she ejects and shoots the mech, that was cool. But <laughs> um, in one of the spawn rooms in the Busan map, there's a karaoke booth, and if you put Reinhardt in it, he will sing terribly. Um, <laughs> there's also an arcade with a with a DDR machine in it, and it actually your movements when you're standing on the machine are reflected on screen, so you can actually play it in game. Is it actually like labeled as DDR? Because Konami owns that. I don't think it is, but it's clearly okay. DDR. Okay. Uh, Winston's jump pack ability was incorrectly doing full full damage at any range from its impact. So Winston has this jump pack thing, right? And when he lands, it does 50 damage, uh, splash damage, and less damage the further you are from him. The bug was, he was doing that full damage no matter your range. If you were anywhere in the impact radius, it did full damage to you. And the effect was, you slowly saw a lot more monkeys in play this past week, and it was really good. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it, because Winston plays really well with Tracer. And uh, and it was great, but they've patched it today. I'm Aww. very disappointed. Um, <clears throat> a new epic skin was shown in the Shooting Star short. It's basically like a... You know how, like, NASCAR drivers have these outfits that are festooned with all these com- corporate logos? Yeah. It's basically that for D.Va, and her hair is up in a ponytail, which is weird. Um, so you can get this new epic quality skin. It's not a legendary. Just by winning nine games in quick play or competitive or arcade between now and September 10th. So basically, everyone who plays Overwatch... <laughs> He's going to have this skin within the next few days. Huh. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> there's also a bunch of sprays that you can only get by watching Twitch streamers for like eight hours or something. Ugh. I know. Uh, Not worth it. Blizzard has disabled all loot box, box purchases in Belgium following a court ruling that loot boxes are tantamount to gambling. In their statement, basically, Blizzard basically requests fans to contact their legislators and change the law. <laughs> uh, it's not going to happen. Sorry, Blizzard. Like, I cannot conceive of a reality in which I call a lawmaker 
to say, wow, this game company really should be able to sell loot boxes. Like, what kind of fucking ground support do you think you're going to get for this Blizzard? No. No one's doing that. They had to say something, and they picked the wrong thing, I guess. But <laughs> Here's the thing. China did the exact same thing to them. I think it was China. It was either China or South Korea. And what they did in response was they said, okay, we will sell you in-game gold. And um, with your purchase of in-game gold... For this much, you will get one loot box. With your purchase of this much in-game gold, you will get five. And it's identical to any other, you know, region, basically. But now what we they're doing this is this nice little, little hat on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. selling you gold, but as a bonus, here's some gambling shit. So they, they use the wording of the law in China to get around it. But in Belgium, ha! no such luck. It's, it's a paper bag. Yep. Uh, a ton of indie news for Switch dropped today. Most importantly, Hyperlight Drifter finally has a release date, September 6th. That's barely summer. <laughs> That's not... I don't consider September to be summer. That's fall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's still... It's out. It's out. Happy. So I'm going to be thrilled with that. Uh, Towerfall will be out on September 27th. Treasure Stack comes this winter. Uh, Mineko's Night Market is coming first uh, to consoles on Switch. I recommend go to my blog, go to the games chance.blogspot.com. I'm not sure, but you know, scroll past this podcast and then scroll down to the post titled Hyperlate Drifter launches on Switch on September 6th. If you scroll yeah. past that, there's, there's one video embedded in that post and it is for Mineco's Night Market. Watch that. That is adorable as shit. Uh, that is coming early 2019. Uh, Samurai Gun 2 coming early 2019. Bullet Age is a post-apocalyptic 2D platforming shooter with kind of a cartoony art style. It's a console exclusive. Comes out this November. Looks good. The World Next Door. Didn't really look at it. Level Head. Didn't really look at it. King of the Hat. Nah. The Untitled Goose Game. What? The Asshole Goose Game. Uh, uh, the Asshole Goose Game. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Asshole Goose. Okay. Yeah. Coming early 2019. Okay. Uh, looks really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, it, it looks good. Yeah, that's one, that's one I'm definitely going to check out. Uh, Desert Child comes December 2018. Wasteland 2 comes September 13th. Supergiant Games, Bastion, September 13th. Okay. Still one of my, one. some of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. Correct. Yeah. Agreed. The Messenger, August 30th. Undertale, September 18th. Uh, Jackbox Party Pack 5. I don't care. Yeah. Supergiant's Transistor. Follow-up nice. to Bastion, November 2018. Nice. Definitely day wanting that. Uh, something called Dragon Marked for Death. It's like a pixel art 2D side-scroller. Uh, something called Light Fingers, which didn't look very good and didn't appear to be about stealth. Super <laughs> Brothers Sword and Sorcery. Coming okay. this October. What, what is that? That is a critically acclaimed 2D pixel art adventure game. And so we're it's talking just a from straight, like straight six, adventure. I'm not really sure because I never played it. It was an Xbox exclusive on console when it came out. And this was like back in the Xbox 360 days. This was a long fucking time ago. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was like the, um, it was the bat, well, I wouldn't, don't even want to say, it was the limbo of its time. It was the okay. critically acclaimed mm -hmm. indie of that year that no one would shut up about. Okay. Uh, Into the Breach, the strategy, tactical strategy game for the makers of FTL Faster Than Light, uh, that is out today on Switch. Um, and a lot of people were, were kind of begging for that, so that's pretty cool. I kind of want to check it out. I, if I had a portable device, that would get me to stick with FTL long enough to like it. I don't think it's on Switch. But it's getting there? No. No. The next game from the developer of FTL is getting oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's called Into the Breach. It's a strategy game. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, 
Moving on from the Switch, the original Onimusha from 2001 is getting wow. a remaster. The old, old PS2 game is getting a remaster for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. And Onimusha is no fucking Okami. There's no, like, game historians writing about how great Onimusha was. What the fuck is this? It, it was cheap to do, probably. Well, no, because, like, a game from, like, the, the dawn of the PS2 era would have to be, like, a top-to-bottom remake. Totally. And I didn't see any screens. Anyone else? Uh, no, I think it's just like that Twitter. Didn't one of those star Jean Renault? The third one did. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 I remember that. I remember yeah. that. I remember yeah. that being weird. Yeah. I'm seeing the Are we going to anything up for it. talk about the cyberpunk in the room? Yeah, no, we're, we're, oh, uh, that's the last okay, one. Good. That's the last one. Okay, good. Oh, man, there's a whole trailer for this Onomusha thing. And I'm like, seeing a commercial for Jose Cuervo. <laughs> and, yeah, lucha. There's a gameplay trailer. Okay, so click. Uh, I do find myself saying gameplay. lucha out loud every time I hit one it's of the screens. <laughs> oh, I've been, say, I've been saying it to like random people. You know, they don't get it. No, it does look pretty bad. Okay, uh, yeah. it, it looks it's, it's, like a PS2 I, game. I think twenty Ouch. bucks is the price on it, so it's uh, okay. too much. That's fine. Too That's much. Fine. No, there's no, no, no. This shouldn't exist like this. They should fucking remaster this. Not even remaster. They should remake this because this is fucking ugly yeah like the only game that like they say they completely redid final fantasy 12 i'm willing to bet that game still looked and i played it like a year before it came out it still looked really good they didn't have to change too much yeah this needs a lot of changes yeah. man if they're gonna do this why couldn't they do this for fucking tenchu or god hand no god hand was capcom doesn't own pe- those. people people would not go over god hand i guarantee you there's a market out there for tenchu fatal shadows and Ten- yeah. tenchu kurenai Oh, You're getting so Sekiro. Good. What else do you want? I want Tenchu. Did you see that trailer? Sekiro? Yeah. Yes. Wait, the combat? Yeah. yeah. They came out, yeah. like, I think it was two weeks ago. No. Actually, there were a lot of gameplay videos that came out of Gamescom, but I watched a little bit of one, and I was like, I don't even need to see it, because I'm going to buy it. Yeah. yeah. It looks fun. It looks like like you can't, you have to kill enemies like three times. Really? Like some of the bosses. Ew. But like, in a... In a Dark Soul bossy kind of way, and like, you can't just cheese a boss fight by sniping. You have to keep, you have to get closer because oh. it'll just resurrect itself. Hmm. Sort of like uh, the elites in Fallout Four. Ah, uh, you know elites I mean? in Fallout Four. And I do not. Their shields that. come back too fast. You have to get close. Remember, like when you would kill it, and then it would get its all its health back. Yeah, and, and be leveled it's up. A... No, I don't remember this in Fallout yeah. Four. No, I don't remember this. All the legendary enemies would heal themselves when you killed them once. I don't remember this. Wow. Oh, wait. Do I? I think I might. I think I kind of... Yeah, no, I gotta block that out. Anyway. <laughs> it's, been a, it's, it's a three-year-old game now. Shit. It is. <clears throat> Old man McCracken reminiscing. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> sept- <laughs> September's Xbox Live Games with Gold is a whole lot of nothing. There's Prison, uh-huh. prison Architect, Live Lock, Lego Star Wars, and a vintage Sega game. I can vouch for Live Lock being worth the price of nothing. It is a acceptable twin stick shooter. Yay. That's the best, the best I got. Acceptable. Who's, wasn't acceptable. There, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, PlayStation Plus had Mafia 3 this month. Yeah, I already played that, though. Yeah, but I'm, you know, fucking Mafia 3 for free. That's something. Yeah, no, That's something, good. at least. Yeah. yeah, none of these. None of these are like, oh, I'm glad I have an Xbox Live subscription. <laughs> anyway. Uh, an old kickstarted Jet Set Radio spiritual successor called Hover 
Got a console announcement today. It's coming at very least to Switch and PS4. I'd be surprised if it was an Xbox 2. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, go watch the trailer for that if you uh, like the idea of Jet Set Radio 2 or 3, I guess. <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest 11, we already talked about this, is getting some sexy-ass reviews. Let me let me metacritic that one again. There's one really grumpy one I was reading that did not like the combat. Who didn't? Uh, let me bring it back up. It's the lowest one on the PlayStation One. He's just he, he he hated the combat so much. He's like, I turned it to classic mode where everyone just like goes back to like their original like line of heroes, line of enemies, because nothing mattered. I was so bored. Oh, uh-huh. well, and now it's down to eighty-eight instead yeah. of ninety. It was earlier today. One hundred from RPG site. Oh, but the thing yeah. is, I still really liked the the base gameplay of eight, so I'll probably give this a shot. I like a tough as it's classic turn-based RPG. It's not tough. That's the that's one of the major complaints is that um, um, you really don't have to grind to be of an acceptable level to challenge the bosses. That's not that's a fine. problem. No, <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> uh, Eighty-three from Game Informer, ninety from Game Revolution. Let's see all fifty-one. It, the question is, will it be more fun than than what was it, Nino Kuni two, which was just boring. <laughs> And repetitive, yeah. and, hey, boring and, repetitive no and boring and repetitive. And boring and repetitive and boring. It also wasn't that long. Nino Kuni 2 was like 30 hours. Well, I, I forget. Was there a single fight in that game where you didn't run into one of those rat hamster dudes? <laughs> I think they were in every single fight. No, they. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, every single <laughs> one of these reviews is 80 and above. Except for GameBlog.France that gives it a 70 and Fandom that gives it a 60. Every every single other review here is 80 or above for Dragon Quest. That Ghost is, Club. those are solid numbers. But you know what else are those solid numbers? Monster Hunter. Nino Kuni. <laughs> and Nino Kuni. Holy shit. Uh, it's happened once and twice before. Nino Kuni 2. Yeah, those reviews. That's gotta were, still be in the 80s. Those, oh, are, we'll those reviews are madness. That game was so boring. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad. Was it, no, Nino Kuni 2 is at 84. I just, I press forward and mass square for 20 hours. Out, outside of the presentation, Nino Kuni 2 was not very fun. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, I forgot about the four stealth. I don't even remember that. Oh, yeah. wait, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, you do. Wasn't that, well. Yeah, it kind of was. Yeah, four okay. stealth, Chamberlain, four stealth. I, yeah, okay, okay. So anyway. The fact I, that you had the balls to do that in the first 10 minutes of your game. <laughs> I I am I impulse I impulse bought that off Amazon today so we'll see but I guarantee you once Hyperlight Drifter shows up I'm playing that hey look, like, the I'm, problem I'm with Nino Kuni for the tenth time the problem <laughs> with Nino Kuni was budget I don't think Dragon Quest is going to run to that issue no true that uh, Lizard Cube the folks behind the upport of Wonder Boy the Dragon's Trap are making Streets of Rage four they didn't announce any platforms they didn't show any gameplay but they did show some nice looking screenshots. I have no affection for the series because I never had a Genesis. Really? So, yeah, this this kind of like is like, eh. Okay, Double Dragon. A new Double Dragon. Eh. Okay, I but... think that genre has seen its... Does, doesn't necessarily need to come back. Dragon Besides, if I want to play a side-scrolling brawler, I'll go to an arcade that has, like, beer, and I'll play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Simpsons or something like that. There are bars in your area that have the Simpsons arcade game. Yeah, uh, not a I've bar. Got two. They're, they're, yeah, they're, there's there. It just there's. It's called the Garcade. They've mm. got a decent number of stuff, and they've there's, got Simpsons. Yeah, we've got the social and quarter horse. Fuck, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. 
Quarter Horse. That's a really good name. Yeah, That's I know. Yeah, it's a really yeah. shitty bar that I appreciate only for the name. <laughs> it's literally just like a basement in a courthouse that's condemned and the, it's entirely painted black and there's just, just mostly shitty pinball and they have uh, kids kids days in that black basement <laughs> okay well I lots of questions about quarter horse I loved Streets of Rage uh, Streets of Rage was the 16-bit Double Dragon, uh, and unlike Double Dragon, it didn't start with a chick getting punched in the gut and dragged away. You could play as a girl who kicked ass in Streets of Rage. Her name was Blaze. 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 Yeah. The guy's name was Axel, and the girl's name was Blaze. And uh, in the third, <laughs> I think in Streets of Rage three, there was a black kid. I think his name was just Skate. And oh, yeah, he, uh, rollerblades. Yeah, and he was a kid on rollerblades. It was hilarious. But no, Streets of Rage was, I have a lot of affection for that franchise, so I do want that to be good. But um, if the gameplay is identical to the way it was in the fucking early 90s, no, I don't need yeah. to play that. Yeah. I don't need to play that. I want to play, like, Dragon's Crown. Now, that is a capable 2D side-scrolling brawler. So, you know, look to the and best. if you're into something, it's probably into that, too. Well, I hope well, so. Well, uh... See, but that's Vanillaware, who has pedigree, who hasn't said anything about 13 Sentinels in like two years, but you know. It's been a long time, yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. Um, but the pedigree, and we've got Lizard Cube, who upported a Genesis, no, a Master System game. Yeah, and, so, and did not make any gameplay improvements to it. No, it was, it was a Master System game that was shinier. Yeah, so, so. Th- this, is, this is not even as... As promising as when uh, Senzaru made Sly 4. Like, <laughs> I, I really feel that way about this. Um, Remember the Sly movie? No, I didn't see it. What? I think it's on Netflix. No, there's a, there, there was a trailer for a Sly movie right around the time there was a trailer for Ratchet and Clank. Oh, yeah. Guess, Sly movie guess, never came out. No. No, the, the uh, Ratchet and Clank bombed very, very hard. Well, very, it was pretty bad from what I hear. Very, very hard. I think it made... Like a hundred grand of like twenty million. Uh-huh. Oh god! Yeah, oh, yeah. You see that thing about the Kevin Spacey movie that made like fifty bucks opening weekend? Yeah, it's five hundred dollars the first weekend. <laughs> it opened in like three or four theaters or something like that. It's like nobody even wanted to show it. <laughs> no. I can't believe uh, they're going forward with another season. <clears throat> Speaking of movies, one of the most interesting things I read about the Disney Fox merger is that uh, movie theaters are terrified because they already have to sign draconian deals with Disney for certain films. Like, if you want to show Star Wars, you have to show Star Wars in your biggest theater, and you have to show it there for two months or something like that. Uh, So when the crowds have trickled off for your largest theater, you have to keep showing that movie in your largest theater, regardless of whether or not anyone's coming to it, or else you're in breach of contract. And so they are terrified at what Disney's going to start doing when they have even more properties that are important. They're, they're, they're kind of getting everything they possibly can. Yeah, it's, uh, this, this is how the megacorps begin. <laughs> but the thing is, like, what they're making is so hypersensitive to corruption. And just, like, nobody likes working for assholes. Mm-hmm. And I think like Marvel's been really lucky so far that for the most part there's been a little bit of director drama, but nothing on the level of I don't think we need to get into it, but the James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy basically the people the most of the people I read in the know think Guardians of the Galaxy Three has basically been cancelled at this point. Because production has shut down and Well that production has shut down, but they don't have a director. What are they gonna they do? They don't have a director. director. No one no one probably wants to take that job. It's a union town, and they don't. Well, they, no one likes gaps. Here's a good thought: you could just ask James Gunn to do it. 
He has a proven history with the franchise and the support of all the fans on the internet. Yeah, and, well, and the actors. The, the actors are like, I don't know if I want to do this. Batista's like, eh, I don't know. No, well, Batista put his career on the line for this, <laughs> yeah, but, and everyone but, else kind of quietly got in behind him. Batista yeah. said he wouldn't do it without the script that Gunn wrote. Yes, that's what it was. And so they said they were going to use Gunn's script. Now, in Hollywood, that doesn't mean fucking anything. No. Scripts get rewritten all the time and end up with, like, you know, ten names on the, on the credits. But, um, yeah. Sounds like maybe they really wanted to do another script, and uh, Batista saw through that. Maybe, maybe they saw through Severance's play and used that as an excuse to get rid of a script they didn't like. Mm. Because, like, it, it seems a little too stupid for a guy to run Disney like this, and like an upswing, one of the biggest upswings he's ever had. It's about to buy entertainment, and yet they didn't see how this could have blown up in their face the way it has. Well, they they didn't really look. I don't think anyone at Disney actually looked into the situation of mm. where the complaint about gun was coming from, and perhaps the political reason for it. Um, so yeah, it's a shitty situation all around. Anyway, I hope it doesn't but, kill uh, hey, the news is, is Disney can't get away with everything. Not only that, but the other good news is I recall James Gunn before he made Guardians of the Galaxy, and G- James Gunn's kind of indie movies. Were spectacular fucking movies. I mean, the ending of Slither with the Cronenberg monsters. The, uh, fuck, all of Super. Yeah. All of Super, uh, was just absolutely spectacular. The guy is brilliant. And, uh, so now as a result of everyone in town knowing that he's available, he's getting offers from everyone to just direct anything you fucking want. And <laughs> so when James Gunn does whatever the fuck he wants, we get Slither and Super. So please, James Gunn. Yeah. You know, go have some fun. I'll be there to watch your next movie. Shame about the Guardians, though. It really is. It really is. But you know what? I mean, after uh, his stupidity in the last Avengers movie, eh, Star-Lord doesn't really deserve to live. Not really. And it is actually a kind of a decent place to end it. F. Thanos have a real freaking impact. Mm-hmm. Not everyone comes back. Well, no, I think everyone will come back. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll probably do like a Hulk th- like a Hulk thing where he just shows up in other movies. I expect uh, Tony Stark will die at the end. You know what? I feel like we expect it so much it won't happen. The, mo- the most surprising thing was is if Chris Evans and uh, uh, Jesus Robert okay. Downey are the only ones left. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> They're the expensive ones. They've got <laughs> to go. I know. They're the ones that want to leave the most. Yeah. Uh, okay, finally. Wait, wait, before we get to that. Okay. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Microsoft yeah, yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Chamberlain, you explain this shit. So Microsoft has announced a new, basically rent-to-own program, where for and I want to get the numbers right because thirty-five I sent a, a month chance. for thirty-five a month for an X, or if you don't aren't interested in an X, you can do twenty-two dollars a month for an Xbox One S for two years. Gets you the console, two years of Xbox Live Gold, and two years of the um. Uh, Xbox One, the, the game service that they have now. I forget the name of it now. Um, <clears throat> which actually ends up being a savings. Of $20, oh, apparently. On the X. More on the S. I did not do the math on the S. But the point is, they are basically doing a rent-to-own on the system with the, let's be honest, required subscription service that goes with it, and not taking advantage of anything. They're actually doing it on the level as a deal. It's designed for people who are completely new to the 
infrastructure or new to the economy of Xbox. It, it, it makes no sense for me because I'm on my third Xbox. But if someone is completely new to Xbox, ah, I want to try this out for 35 bucks a month. You've got your Xbox, you've got Gold, you've got Game Pass, yeah, it's which not, is a hundred games. It's not thirty-five bucks a month. It's thirty-five bucks a month on a contract for the next two years. Yeah, but at so, the end of that two years, you own the console. Yeah, let's do some math here. I did. Uh, so thirty-five times twenty-four. Yes. Is eight hundred and forty dollars. Yes, but if you were to purchase an Xbox One X, two years of Xbox Live Gold, and two years of Game Pass, it is twenty dollars more than that. Okay, but what if I didn't purchase the two years of Games Pass? Well, then you're then you're in the hole. But that's that's not what the deal is. The deal is everything. Here is everything for slightly less than buying everything all at once. Mm. I don't understand the negativity. It's actually Microsoft is actually like, it's, it's. I mean, it's not for me. I don't care about this deal, but I think it's a good idea. I don't know, man. Because like, I don't. I don't know. What what I think is, I, I think someone in a low income situation. Yes. Who maybe really can't afford this shit? Uh, signing a fucking two-year contract for forty bucks a month. Okay, but thirty-five bucks a month is more is is easier to swing than eight hundred bucks all at once. That's true, but if I have eight hundred bucks in my hand, you're not paying interest hand, on this. This is not like a credit card debt. But thing. if I have eight hundred bucks in my hand and I say, "Hey, I can afford an Xbox," I'm not potentially putting myself in a super precarious position two months down the road, where you know maybe I'm short on rent this month. You're, you're but I've got that Xbox. Into, you're reading evil into something that's not evil. This is this is an interesting idea that Microsoft is trying. They're floating it out there to see if it works, and if it works, maybe in. In 2020, when the Xbox Z comes out, or whatever they're going to call it, they'll have this as a way to do it. But what's the? Um, isn't there like a? They have to go through. You have to go through Bell to get it, or something. Dell, yeah, Dell is doing the financing or something like that. Dell. Yeah. So you go to the. There's a Dell store in the states or something. Uh, I actually think the only way to get this done is at a Microsoft store. There are Microsoft like Xbox stores, physical mm. stores, that you have to find, and they aren't everywhere. There's actually. There, there are a lot of bigger cities. I don't have one anywhere near my town, which kind of sucks. We used to have a Sony store. I know we don't have a Microsoft store. Yeah, so, I mean, they're out there, and that's that's the place. For now, that's the only place to get it done. I think it's a very interesting idea. It's not for me, but maybe it's for other people. I, I, I actually, I don't see any evil intent in this, which is very strange. Oh, my God. So, what? Uh, okay, I'm sending you guys another link. Okay. Is it evil intent on this? Come on. Uh, no, it's a screenshot of Onimusha. Oh wait. No, I don't know if I want to see this. Yeah, I yeah. Just click that. Dinner. Click no, that I want to see. I want to see some muddy wireframe bullshit. Click that. Oh, shit. see. Okay. Yeah. The problem with Onimusha was all pre-rendered backgrounds. How do you upscale pre-rendered backgrounds? You don't. With you do paint. a remake like Capcom did with Resident Evil. You just make a new game. Yeah, that's not what they're doing here. God, yeah, that's that's uh, that is uh, it is hideous. Lord of the Rings Online hideous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That is, that is look at that. Look at that. Look at that fence texture. Look at that wood texture. But to be fair, that... this came out in a year when the PlayStation was still. Oh, getting I, new I'm games. sure the textures are all new, but the just the figures themselves, the lighting, every the 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 the, uh, the character models, like it's just nasty. It's the just dead nasty. eyes. We were ten. <laughs> we were ten years away from light shafts when they made that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Finally. Okay. I think it was yesterday, on on Monday the twenty seventh, CD Projekt Red showed forty eight minutes of the forty eight minutes that they showed at E three 
of Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, my God. I must confess, didn't watch it. Oh, you, you need do yourself a favor. I don't want to. to why? I don't want, it's, Are you going to buy it's the, the game? Same reason, yeah, it's the same okay. reason you didn't want to watch Sekiro. Because yeah. this is a no-brainer for me. I, unlike you, Alex and I love The Witcher 3. And we trust huh. them to make a good game. I did not yeah, like Even if the shooting's not great and it doesn't look super great, the story will probably drag me through it. As long it as the shooting good. isn't worse than Fallout, we'll be fine. It looks at least on par. Yeah, plus go. this That's has fine. slow-mo in it. And a lot of, like, gun kata, jumping around, sliding shit. Yeah, I love that shit where there's this part of the demo where she, where she wall runs up a wall, and you know the blades that the woman had in the first trailer? She slams one of those blades into the wall and hangs there above two enemies and looks down and scans one, and then hacks one with her scanner so he can no longer use his weapon, and then does a drop, uh, a pounce attack on the other one that she didn't hack. And And this is all in first person? Yes. Yeah. Nice. And it works. Okay. Okay. It it is. I, I I like the. They chose their femshep. I like this femshep voice. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I feel. I, I kind of want her to have more fun. It sounds like she's not having as much fun as I'd like. And well, what pissed they me didn't off? Choose the fun dialogue. What? No. What pissed me off was they would choose the fun dialogue, and her fun dialogue would actually have like the thing that they chose would actually have like a clever retort. But that clever retort is not what she actually fucking said to the people. I, that kind of bugged me. But what I found most compelling about it was the world. I thought yeah. this is an incredibly good-looking, deep-looking environment. I like the soundtrack. I like the lighting. I like the characters so far. Yes. I like your... I like your... Uh, uh, who was the Major's buddy? Yeah, Makoto. No, Makoto. I like uh, your Makoto. Your no, Hispanic no. Makoto, Makoto is the Major. Uh, yeah. Uh, Makoto and... Dude with the eyes. Yeah. The Ba- ba- Bato. Ba- Bato. Ba- yes. Your Hispanic stand-in for him, I think he's great. Mm-hmm. I, as a guy who's worked at Hitchin a long time, his Hispanic cursing is accurate. Oh. <laughs> so I enjoy that. And uh, the look of the weapons. Yeah. Oh, God, they look so good. Yeah, they look very... Oh, I'm trying to think of it. Um, but they look, you can see how it fits together. I'm a sucker for like just really up close, like checking the bullet in the chamber animation. I That's, love that shit. I don't know why that really stuck out to me. Is there's there's a scene where she wakes up and this guy that she slept with leaves for the day, and so she goes yeah. and gets dressed, and then it says, and now we're gonna go pick up our pistol. So she goes into the room where there's shit on the walls, space for all these other weapons that we don't have yet, which I love. Mm-hmm. And she walks up and she picks up a pistol, and then she draws back the chamber, or she draws back the slide, and as she does that, she looks down into the chamber of the gun and you can see one bullet in there. And and then she puts the slide back into place, puts the gun away. But the fact that you could see that bullet in there, I don't know, that was huge to me. And, like, I I, I hope working for CD Projekt Red isn't too much of a grind. Like, I hear it, it, it would take, like, it would take, like, a Foxconn-type suicide net situation to keep me from buying this game. Yeah. And, and all the other weapons they showed, like, that crazy shotgun... Uh, with like yeah. with like the panels on the outside, they keep on shifting around. I wish I didn't have to listen to that one dude being. And this gun is blah blah blah. Yeah, I didn't. Blah 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 blah. Let me l- ruin the lore for it. Stop. Shut up. I didn't, what what me bothered me it. about it was that he is clearly not from you know Sweden or whatever CD project is from. That, no, but I bet it sounds like a credible American accent to someone from Poland. It sounded like, like a credible American accent to me. I don't know. No, I believe that guy was American. I just think he was an actor. A, a terrible actor. I don't think he was a dev. But anyway, yeah. so this certainly isn't on par with like the the people doing Red Dead Redemption's 
videos. But Pretty anyway, much. Anyway, yeah. but, but the, like, the game itself looks wonderful. This is Rockstar Caliber. Yeah, actually. That's, I yeah. don't think that's a bad observation. I think that's actually pretty accurate. This looks this looks way more ambitious than anything else from any other developer that I, I would can rather of. play this than Red Dead. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, and I whoa. love westerns, but no. I think I think Rockstar, from a story perspective, does not give half the shit CD Projekt does. Oh, I can't, I can't go along with that one. No, I kind of, uh, I, I need my Huckleberry action. I need my western. I, I need my. Uh, I, I, okay, now you guys know I hate The Witcher Three. Yeah. I gotta agree with Alex. Yeah, oh, this this is on. this is how good it looks, man. It looks really oh. good, man. It looks Deus Ex. It's Deus Ex Doom. It's it's Deus Ex the way you wanted it to be. It, it is the game. Human Deus Ex has never been the way anybody wanted it to be. Yeah, no, that's, they, that's, that game still, was all promise and has never actually delivered. You ever, know what? You even know what? the first one. It was it was all budget problems. It got a quarter of the budget it needed both times. Okay. This is Deus Ex with the money it needs. You should really watch this thing, man. Oh. Yeah, you should watch this. Fine. Uh, you get in the car with a with a sort of like a fat cat mob boss, and the animation on his forearm fat is so good. <laughs> All right, I'll watch it. I, I've, I'm done working at work anyway, so I'll I'll, I'll watch this tomorrow during the day. <laughs> yeah. uh, there, there's a dialogue sequence where like a guy is pointing a gun at you, and he's like oh, the security, yeah. and you're but you're mainly talking to the boss behind this guy. But sometimes the guy with the gun will chime in. And this is the first time, I think, since the first Mass Effect that we haven't seen a dialogue system that isn't just, here's this one guy talking, pan over, here's this one other guy talking, and then maybe one other person will pipe in. Like, this was three people talking at once in a, in a seamless sequence. And and the dialogue choices, uh, the way the walkthrough that they showed was one of, was what they said was one of the least violent ways that they could handle that particular sequence. And... Um, and the fact that what the what the player did was they they de-escalated the situation, de-escalated the situation, de-escalated the situation, and then at the very end they pulled their pistol and put it right up to the guy's head, and <laughs> that was the right way to do it to actually get the guy to do it nonviolently. Um, it was uh, it um, how to put it? I don't want to say in, inspiring. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's it's really kind of igniting my curiosity for the game, and um, yeah, like when 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 we heard about what was shown behind closed doors at E3, I think all of us were dying to see that shit. Dying, and and I CD Projekt fucking knows it. They know how big this this forty eight minutes is. This is yeah. This is the next gen. They, well, The Witcher Three has the only decent Faustian devil in. Any video game ever played? You just love saying Faustian Devil every time you bring I up the do. Witcher. <laughs> I do because it's a it's one of the hardest villains to write. It's one of my favorite archetypes, and they nailed it. They don't get enough credit for it. I will. F they will really have to break my heart before I stop giving them credit for being some of the best writers in the business. It looks really fucking good. Yeah, it does. I do have some problems with the dialogue, but the actual setting and story seems really neat. Yes. So 2019, maybe. I, think that's what I don't thinking. know. I don't know. This this has this this, this feels kind of like the first Bioshock reveal. Bioshock Infinite. No, no, they've been talking think about it was this game for years. They were talking about Bioshock Infinite for years. It took five years. Yeah, but when did they announce? Hang on, let me let me let me go to my blog. Find the. It was when like it was it? four it was years from the ago. first. 
the first gameplay trailer and Infinite coming out. No, no, I'm not talking about Bioshock. Bioshock was a much smaller team than this. CD really? Projekt Red is hundreds upon hundreds of people. Jesus. Okay, Thursday, January 10th, 2013 Whoa. was when the first teaser trailer for Cyberpunk 27 came out. Oh. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. CD Projekt Red announces Cyberpunk Wednesday, May 30th, 2012. Huh, I don't believe that. Man, I, I'm looking at my blog post. I just went to the Cyberpunk tag on my blog post, scrolled down. Well, what, Witcher 3 didn't come out till 2015. Okay. But they didn't announce it before Witcher 3. Well, they appear to have announced it before Witcher 3 came out, if Witcher 3 came out in 2015, because CG Project Red announced Cyberpunk on May 30th, 2012. Um, the teaser trailer they put out in 2013, and it has been five years since then. Five years? Yeah, five years. Huh. So really, there's Witcher been... Witcher 3 came out May 19th, 2015. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so th- this might be for, hang on, let me, let me click on the cyberpunk thing, see if it was actually a release window or anything like that. We're gonna skip all the way to the end. No, it probably just says go to our website for details. Yeah. Uh, CD Project Red, 800 some employees. Wow, they're Jesus. How many employees? 800-ish. That sounds right. That sounds right. So let's go to the website. Man. And what else have they put out? How are they making money now? Are they still making money on... They made The Witcher. Yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. That oh. sold like Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> and without being released on your toaster. Nope. Cyberpunk 2077, forum, discord, screenshots, wallpapers, concept art, gameplay reveal, concept art. I don't know that there is a release window. You know what? Wikipedia might tell us. I, I I think 2019 is generous. I think it might be 2020. Uh, I, w- could, I would not be surprised if it was 2019. It'd be nice. But could be uh, could be new hardware. If it was, um, if it was in, a, in a year, I think you would have heard it by now. Platforms, PS4, Xbox One. Okay. Uh, okay. No release. That could be the last hurrah on this generation then, because I honestly believe we're seeing new hardware in 2020. That does make sense. That's me. Release. Yeah, no release window whatsoever. Not even a release year. Maybe it'll be one of those that straddle a generation that, like, uh, like that Assassin's Creed did. Yep. No, uh, how I, Assassin's I Creed um, Black Flag was actually between Xbox 360 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. But what they showed, I could definitely see running on a PS4. Yeah. 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 It takes some black magic, but it wasn't it's that good looking. The lighting wasn't amazing. No, and like God of War looks better than I remember. God of War is yeah ridiculous. Just just Kratos' face at any given second is so gorgeous. Mm. Well, yeah, you can zoom in no matter what's going on, and there he is. Same thing with the trees. Like just the good. follicle definition on his face. <laughs> it was somebody's job to make that beard to make his ears translucent when firelight <laughs> was behind it. I this just, hair is gray. Uh, this hair is brown. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This hair is bloody. All right. Yeah, one one thing I will say that did kind of sh- stick out to me a little bit as a negative with that reveal is one of the first things you see, um, the, the first two characters you interact with is uh, is your Bato buddy. 
Yep. And together you go to this apartment because you're trying to find uh, a, a VIP or something. And you find her naked in a bath. Yeah. So the, one of the first kind of interactions that you see in the trailer is with uh, a nearly dead naked woman. And who's very much like been a victim of some kind of horrible violence. Uh, I did find that a bit... I don't, I don't a little bit, but also like she was the way they animated her unconscious REM sleep eyes. I thought was disconcerting to the point where like she's naked. Like and I, I had a like, kind of detached view of it. It's like this is happening. I'm gonna get her out of here. It didn't seem overtly sexual to me. No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't overtly sexual. But what it still is is a, an image of a victimized woman, and the fact yeah. that she's naked is there's there's That's something. A there's something, I don't want to say there's something inherently sexual about nudity, but there's something inherently, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, what, what's voyeuristic. The word? Yeah, there's something inherently voyeuristic about, about that kind of interaction. Um, yeah, so that bothered me a little bit. At the same time, that kind of luridness is what I want and expect from this fucking game. Well, also... It's not like it's Dragon Quest, where there's an entire class based around sexually distracting your enemies. <laughs> That's still in there. I found it in, one of the, in the Kotaku review. They use it as a screenshot, and now I'm mad. <laughs> what is because that? Is no that one's in... giving them shit for that, but we're... we're... Is, is that in 11? Yeah, man. What? Yeah. I did not That's read that part about. of the review. It's, in, it's one of the screenshots they use in the Kotaku review. Okay, is this Seduce? No, it's Puff Puff. That's what they call it. And it's just puff, puff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just add another layer of weirdness on it. Stop trying to stop trying to like make make your sexual advances sound cute like a molester. Uh, is the character at least obviously okay, I'm, older than? I'm, like, I'm searching you know, for the word puff in the review, know. and I can't find it. So it's it's one of the screenshots oh, in the wait, Kotaku review. Wait, 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 I think that's not. Because wasn't the issue? Jade the performs her best puff, puff on slime. Oh, God, yeah, and she's got her she's got her arms pushing her boobs up, dude. She really does. Her best puff yeah, puff. That, that's what the that's what the thing is. And then the the monsters are all they they don't fight for a turn because they're too basically quote <laughs> ogling what's her face. Well, what's her face is pretty cute. But you just said you had a problem with what? I, I'd stop I'd stop fighting her if she hit me. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that for for your for your debut of the game for your debut of Cyberpunk. Now, if if that kind of content wasn't in Cyberpunk, I think I'd be a little bit disappointed. And I'm not no, saying that I need to see naked chicks. I just need to see some real lurid hardcore shit. That well, yeah, but like they use a naked chick to set up the fascist healthcare system, which I am super into. Uh, no, that was cool. That was a really cool kind of point. Yeah, and and that's that's what most interests me in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's not really the action. The action looked kind of interesting. It'll be fine. Yeah, the the interactions with characters looked well done, but the world itself and the intricacies of the world that they're building, um, I think they're a little too proud of the whole concept of eddies. But <laughs> beyond it's, that, hey, fake currency names are hard. Yeah, but here's the thing: if they were called eddies, no one would call them eddies. They'd be called eds. Yeah. Because you shorten something to its simplest sy- syllable. Anyway. True. But at least it's not credits for the millionth time. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. Gil. It's Gil again. Yeah. That's going to be the one that's used the most. Gil. No, I strongly recommend you, you watch that trailer. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll get around to it. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I mean, I'm, I'm still amazed Buck game. still works. I like that. Buck? Buck? Yeah. Oh, uh, what, that's what can you what can you buy for a buck now though? 
I don't know, but it's still kind of bucks fifty bucks. Yeah. It's still fun to say. Okay, okay, okay. Because we're still doing it. That reminds me of a joke. <clears throat> <clears throat> Maybe I've told this one before, but stop me if I have. <clears throat> so this guy walks into a bar, and sitting at the bar stool next to this other normal guy is a tiny little man hammering away on a tiny little piano. Oh, yeah. And uh, the guy walks up, sits on the other side of the guy with the tiny little piano, and says, Hey, dude, what's the story with the tiny little man and the tiny little piano? And the guy pulls out a magic lamp. He goes, It's this fucking lamp. He goes, What's wrong with the lamp? He goes, Well, it's a wishing lamp. But it takes whatever wish you make, and it does it literally or some shit like that, and it just fucks up the wish, and you don't get what you want. He goes, But it grants the wish. Well, kind of. He goes, well, can I try? Yeah, man, go for it. Good luck. So the guy takes the lamp, and he rubs the lamp, and he goes, I wish for a hundred bucks. And then suddenly the doors of the bar burst open, and a hundred full 12-point stags come running through the bar. And they go pouring through the front, and they go running out the back. And the guy goes, okay, that was fucking weird. But it does not explain this little man and this little piano. And the guy goes, look, dude, do you really think I wish for a 12-inch pianist? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you could have stopped me if you knew the joke. No, no, it's a, it's a classic. Uh, you should have stopped me. You should have stopped me. No, it's a good joke. No. If someone hadn't heard it, no. look, there's no shame in reposting good content. Too late. No. Too late. Someone who hadn't there. heard that joke has heard it, and they're now laughing. 12-inch penis, people. 12-inch penis. That's one of my most favorites. You wanted a bigger cock. Yeah. <sighs> and I think that's and a fun place to that. end it. that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do not have a bilingual outro because Google Translate isn't fast enough. So, Chance, thank you for being here. It's what I do. Alex, thank you for talking. Of course. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. Ba-dum-bum.